0: Hi, Damien DeMarcus from 100 Not Out here. MP? Yes, Damo? We all know the importance of having a diary, but who wants a boring old day planner? Not me. Enter The Journey of Me. Ta-da! The incredible eight-month wellness journal
1: designed especially for wellness peeps like you. Yes, Damo, this beautiful eight-month wellness guide is filled with questions, planners, exercises, reflective notes, and more. Endorsed by the Up For A Chat girls and loved the world over, The Journey of Me is a must-have if you're ready to live your
0: best life for life. To purchase your very own journey of me and receive a free set of inspirational postcards, simply enter the code COUCH at www.wellandnew.com. That's www.w-e-l-l-i-n-e-u-x.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives.
1: Welcome to 100 Not Out. Featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to this edition of What Handed Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the legendary co-founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys. He is the vicar of vegetables. This is Dr. Damien Christoph.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks, Marcus Pierce.
1: Great to be here. Great Just to have you here, garden. superman. Got out of your garden, you yeah. freak. Yeah, I know, what a freak, hey. You absolute freak. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, uh, just
0: one second. I just want I've just gotta do something. Uh, hang okay. on hang on a moment. Okay,
1: alright. <laughs> what what is that? Just warming up my, my dinner, my lunch. <laughs> just trying to get healthy. <laughs> is that the
0: microwave <laughs> Oh, I've got to be so much healthier oh, to do God, that, that, right?
1: I do that with a couple of bits of vegetables and the um couple of bits of chicken out of that delicious nutritious range?
0: Yeah, and it's got a little bit of, you know, some healthy grain and, you know, good serve of protein and, you know,
1: Michelle Bridges designed it, so it must be no, freaking just, good, hey. That is that, you know what, yeah, I would have that. Just have <laughs> I would that. Have that. You wouldn't want to be one of those freaks that grows their own vegetables.
0: Or, you know, it gets frizzy hair because you walk outside and it gets, you know, a bit moist out there.
1: Yeah. Why why would you
0: go and, you know, eat soil for probiotics or anything? No. It's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh, Marcus (laughs) Pierce! I I was going to have a rant, but Amber said, don't you dare rant about this one. And and I was like, oh, I was so grumpy. But I'm not... (sighs) Look... There are some- Celebrities do funny things. They do funny things. Um, and people on television, for whatever reason, sometimes think that they're bulletproof and they can say whatever they want to say. And sometimes people make bad decisions and they align themselves with brands that make no sense. It makes no sense. And I would go so far as to say that I don't think Michelle Bridges designed those meals. That's what I'm going to say. I think... Some stinking dietitian or nutritionist working for some company that manufactures microwave meals has designed them and said, let's get Michelle Bridges and pay her a fortune and get her to th- say that she designed them. But mm-hmm. I've got to tell you what, mate, i got infuriated. I got really grumpy because people out there who try their guts out to be healthy and work really hard, and just because they don't get fat and put on television for the biggest loser, they don't get famous. They they get called freaks because they're actually trying to make themselves you know happy and healthy. And Michelle Bridges really did a, a disservice there, and I and I got frustrated. And I'm not bagging her out because she's famous. I'm bagging her out because she she made a bad a bad choice. I think. I think it's absolutely. Really and and terrible. this
1: reminds me so grumpy when, about it. When this, when stuff like this happens, this I'll just put my TV producer hat on for a moment. Okay, let me. I'll just quickly tell a story. It's got ratings. There was a anyway, time. But, to, to, and I'm loving I'm loving this. This is a rant, Domo. Let's be clear. This is a wonderful rant and it's very insightful and it's very wise. I just want to tell a quick story just to put a bit of background on this. Okay. There was a time uh, when there was a script written. This was back in Channel 9 days. There was a script written and it was a bad script. But no one, no one had the guts to say that is a bad script and that actually won't be funny or it won't actually roll with people. Somewhere along the line here, no one actually said, you know what guys, this is actually offensive. It's not funny. It's not even actually educational and it's not going to inspire people to want to buy that product. No one said it, but it's everyone can see, every single member of the public can see it. So everything that you've just suggested, no one actually pulled anyone up in the process. It's almost like they went, "Oh, this is great, this is great, this is great, this is great." All the way until the end, and then they needed the public to go, "Guys, that's terrible.
0: That sucks." That's a great call. That's a that's a great call. Someone had to have yeah. Someone should have picked that up along the way. Someone should have sure. said this is it's not it's not funny. It's cheesy. It's dirty. It's offensive. Um, and look, I look. Maybe we're a bit more PC. Would that have passed in the nineteen eighties next to the um, the fiber trim
1: ad? Would that have passed? I don't it know. would have. Maybe yeah. but, fiber trim. I can't believe the fiber trim ad that was on about five or six episodes, guys. For those that don't know, but the fiber trim ad that was remarkable. There was people there that aren't even fat. Yeah. The, the, the guys go, well, she's not on Fibre Trip. I'm like, she is. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. She weighs 50 kilos. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. So, so somewhere along
0: the line, someone forgot to say, this isn't working. We understand we're, things we're, a bit better now, yeah. you would say, wouldn't you? Like, you'd have to say that we're a little bit wiser with regards to uh, things that we can say, things that offend, and we're probably a little less tolerant about it. And- you know, given that wellness is growing at a percent, at, at a rate of knots. You know, wellness is growing at twenty percent per year. It's the fastest growing industry in the world. And so, you know, from a from the perspective of of, of wellness and well being, it should be that you embrace it. And Michelle Bridges is uh, is part of that that face of wellness. She's on a television show, um, and she has a, a challenge online. You know, a twelve week challenge, and she does all these things to encourage people to you know be more well. Um, that having a dirty dig at people, um, I, I just I don't think it was wise.
1: So I want to know, since you're closer to most, you see people regularly at Vita. What's the word on the street? Are they because we see I see the word on the street from the media's perspective, so they're pushing out their own agenda as well. But are people coming into you frustrated? Are they angry? Are they like you and I? Are they laughing at this? Like what? What are people's um, emotions around around this? Do they feel misunderstood? Nah, I don't think people feel misunderstood. I think that she was having a, a bit of a dig
0: at some of the other celebrities that, um, you know, might be in a garden and might pick some some, you know, fresh herbs and wear their hair out. You look, you and I have great friends that 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 live their life that way. They're not that corporate. They're very, um, I suppose you'd almost call them fringe, but they're also in the mainstream media. So, um, she was having a dig at, at probably those people as opposed to more the average Joe, and um, and. And I suppose what we actually, what we can draw from that is that she's not connected to her audience. She's not connected to um, the people that she's serving or the people that um, are listening to her or watching her. She's almost become a little bit too, too big for her boots, you could say. Yeah. But that's if she wrote that script. If someone wrote that script for her and she had to, or if she actually, you know, legitimately felt that that was funny and was worth doing um if she's got too big for her boots she's yeah she's actually lost perspective around her audience and and who the people are that she's influencing and it shows a a very low amount or a a large degree of disrespect um, and disregard and a low amount of, uh, of respect for people so i think that's what's happened and people have kind of gone you know what michelle bridges
1: over her sick of her um, I don't. Is think Is that she... is that the word on the street when yeah. people coming to you? Is it like you know what? I did like her, but yeah. I was just I'm I'm just over it now. Like yeah, she's gone one step too far. Yeah, yep. So has this? So are people now at the point where like is it like lost all respect or is it just like a, if it's a big withdrawal but it's not it's not the be all and ender? Like
0: well, she's little... done no favors. I think that. I don't think she's done any favors to those people that are, you know, in the wellness industry or not in the wellness industry, sorry, in the wellness sphere, um, looking to improve their health and well-being. So, you know, for those people that are on the fringe or might be very, very corporate, so they're on the fringe of wellness and moving in. Here's something, I listened to a podcast the other day. Um, and it was a very very fascinating podcast it was about you know a chiropr- it was a chiropractic podcast and there was this discussion around wellness being vitalistic or wellness being mechanistic and so it could be both and so you can have a wellness mindset around being vitalistic and have a wellness mindset around being uh, mechanistic and um, but in itself wellness could in, in fact be very mechanistic in its approach in that it doesn't always um, represent or encourage The person who's living in wellness to embrace the power and the intelligence of their own body. It 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 implies that you need to bring a whole lot of things into your life, as opposed to understanding what's already existing in your life. And so there's that, you know, there's still a bit of health by numbers in the wellness environment. So for those people who are very um, linear in their thinking and they expect that wellness can be achieved by riding a bike on a Saturday. Um, having green tea um, getting involved in kale and green smoothies and um, and potentially doing some yoga and meditation that that would that's all they've got to do to get into wellness that corporate linear you know style of thinking might still appeal um, in the michelle bridges model but for those people who are fully embraced in the whole wellness sphere um, living um, through an understanding that the power that made the body heals the body and that their body is incredible, and there's this thing called epigenetic control that we can control our genes through uh, our response and our environment, um, they will be turned
1: off from that linear thinking that Michelle Bridges has actually brought to the television. So, this is what this is great that you bring this up because I, I was just writing down as you were talking that people that are in the wellness game, people that are changing their lifestyles, that are growing their own veggies and the rest, they really love it so much that they actually become quite um, resilient is the word that I wrote down. But actually, they're not going to feel like freaks or stop growing their veggies just because Michelle Bridges labeled them a freak. Like I think it's almost like the country's turned. It's almost it's been incredible that people are like, "Well, you know what? Like I don't actually care what someone as popular as Michelle Bridges says. Like I actually don't agree." And because so many people feel the same way, yeah. it almost inspires people to it's almost like when your parents say, "You know, don't do this." You just go and do it. Yeah. Um, it's almost like the benefit of this is Michelle Bridges calling people that grow their own veggies freaks. More and more people are just going to go and start growing their own veggies. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. You know, well, it so, just creates more poles, doesn't it?
0: Because when you when you are degrading like that, and um, that's some kind of vilification, isn't it? Like that's a
1: judgment of people. Um, that's like going saying... to be a joke, but it's like trying to be racist and be and in a joking way. You just can't do it. There's just yeah. you just can't get away with it. What's kind of, what do they call that social
0: racism? Um, is it social racism or it's something? It, it's just you know these days you, you almost need permission to, to tell a joke that's not PC, um, and I don't think she yep. received permission to do that. And you know you, you now can't poke fun at people's choices um, and, and get away with our, you get away with it without offending somebody, like yeah. even if it's meant to be a joke. Yeah, you know, used, to be, used to be be Irish fun. jokes. Used to used to, be to say an <laughs> Irish joke and be funny. Or used to be funny. Used to say I a blonde say joke say an Irish funny. joke anymore, and it can can't,
1: can't they be funny anymore? <laughs>
0: Well, I think you still can, but you're going to offend people. Whereas in the old days, it was like, "Oh, yeah, that's just an Irish joke," and you'd actually tell an Irish person an Irish joke, and you and you'd both laugh. But yes. these days, you tell an Irish person an Irish joke, and fifty of his mates come around you and go, "You want to say that again?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit different. But uh, it's what what I think we've seen there with with this is that she has has not seen the context of the times. You know, it's it's people that grow their own vegetables um, that that are, are driving this this wellness thing
1: forward. Like they're the, they're the people that are actually shaping do, the wellness sphere. And do you think she? Yeah, sorry, come on. There you go. Do you think she forgot that people in her tribe loved growing their own vegetables? Well, that's where I mean the disconnectedness. I think she's the, disconnected. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I do think that absolutely. But where else so, do we come? Where I mean, a lot of people do become disconnected, don't we? Don't they?
1: Yeah, but I think it's when you become. Well, my view is ideally that when you become disconnected, small clues give it away. Like you don't need to make such a massive, um, such a massive blue. Like it's just that's where when you mentioned this disconnection, I was like you've hit the nail on the head because. You, you, you wouldn't do that and go, yep, no, I'm on the right path here. Like, yep, this makes sense. And you wouldn't – you go through all that process. I mean, TV is so slow. This would have taken – this wouldn't have happened in two weeks. No. You know, that would have looked at this and looked at this and looked at this. It's like how disconnected would you have to be to go, yeah, I'm happy to put my brand out there to say that, to crimp my hair, to call these people a freak, to do the whole microwave. Like, I just – yeah, I feel like you just so nailed it that she must be – and look, you know, let's give her a cut her a bit of slack. She's pregnant. She's probably got other things on her mind. Nah. No. 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 no, Hold on. Hold on.
0: on. We're not going to put it down to pregnancy. There's no way. I'm not putting
1: it down to pregnancy. I'm not even going to give her the grace of that. That's just no. Oh, no. Don't be so unforgiving. (laughs) You want to be able to give give anyone a little bit of slack. All I'm saying is that 12 months ago when she wasn't pregnant, she was probably spending 100% of her energy on her work. Whereas, you know, because you see people every day, Mm. when things like pregnancy and kids happen, values totally shift. So I have no doubt that she would not be as anal, as detail-oriented on some of the things which are actually important. Mm. And so maybe part of the disconnection is because she's now more connected to, say, her body or her baby or whatever it is. And she's not putting as much time and effort, albeit the consequences have been quite severe. She hasn't put the time and effort into the things which she used to, which made her brand so much more, I suppose, congruent or consistent. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm...
0: Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah, maybe from a, a mental
1: distraction perspective. Um, yeah. So yep. do you think, based on all of this, do, like, where do you think Michelle Bridges' brand um, goes from here? Oh, look, I think she'll recover. I don't think it'll be a big
0: deal. Um, I think it'd be a little drop in the ocean. Uh, the, the PR marketing spin will shift it. Uh, she'll, have have, yeah, she'll have a baby. That will be great for her. Yeah, she'll have a baby on the front cover of magazines all over the place. All of a sudden, she'll appeal to a different audience, um, and she'll be the person who's wearing her, her uh, active wear all day, every day, and um, and and that's what she'll she'll do. It's and, and it'll it'll just blow over. But I think it's a a, a reminder, and I think the public outrage um, was a reminder um, that you need to
1: you know stay connected okay one more question i mm. think only one more question okay has there been any shift in the perception around frozen meals no as it a result it, of this i think it made, made it worse to come up in conversation i think it made it
0: worse i think that um that people have gone are you kidding me are, are you serious like you're saying that a frozen meal is better than fresh food from the garden are you serious said, michelle bridges
1: yeah, So in a good way this has brought awareness that frozen meals aren't That's good. Even though they're the most popular selling item in the supermarket, you're saying this furor has been great for the educational process in that people are going, well, frozen meals versus fresh food, we all know frozen meals aren't as great. Well, you know, what will potentially happen is a lot of people ask questions and go, oh, why is that a
0: bad thing? You know, I thought frozen meals was good. And then so that will open up conversation around that, I think. So I think there are more people now saying, are you serious? you think a frozen meal is actually better for you than like fresh stuff? And you know there has been the push from the from the fig um, which is the food industry group, to uh, have people feel and think that they 're having a more highly nutritious meal from a frozen meal than something that was fresh or bought from the supermarket you know and there's been conversations around when you buy fruits and vegetables from the supermarket because they've been sitting on the shelf for so long they 're lower in um in vitamins and minerals than what would be in a fresh or in, in a frozen fruit or frozen meal does that make sense yeah absolutely uh, but there's there's that concept of life force as well so if we're just doing health by numbers then um then yes maybe that could be the truth but the the life force and the energy um that's still inside that 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 food that's sitting on the supermarket shelf is far greater than something's had its cells exploded because it's been frozen
1: mm. anyway so okay yeah. so 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 with i mean when something like this comes out yes i just wonder is there any way cuz i'm pretty you know, everyone goes, oh, there'll come a day where no one takes medications and everyone eats healthy foods and all the rest of it. I'm like, no, no, I don't necessarily God. know that's going to happen. No, so There's you no think way there's... that's
0: happening. We're being forced to make health decisions, you know, with financial incentive at the moment. So there's no way that there's never there's going to come a day where people won't take medication. We're considered yeah. to be fringe. I was reading some parliamentary debate last night about midnight. I was trying to work out what's happening at the moment with this social services um, bill that's going through and uh, And so I thought, oh, I want to find out what's happening with it so I read some of the arguments for the politicians and it's unanimous you know throughout all of um, all of the parties uh, in Australian politics at the moment there's one hundred percent agreement that the bill will be passed and uh, and that there'll be financial disincentive for people who choose to do something that's different to what would be considered to be um, public health policy, which in my opinion has been driven by you know interest to Groups such as the
1: pharmaceutical companies, but so, there's already financial disincentive because this is a perfect example. Like it's there's financial disincentive to eat healthy when microwave meals are so cheap. Well, that's true. That's true too. there's it financially disincentivized every time we go shopping? Yep, absolutely,
0: absolutely. Um, it's it's far. You, you're right. You, you can't you can't
1: easily be affordably healthy. I still maintain. Exactly. I tell everyone that asks, and you and I've said this. You know. We spend four hundred bucks a week on food. I've got no qualms about it because I'm not buying McDonald's every day. Yeah. But the people in my life that would not have as high a value on healthy food think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Think it's a waste of money. Think it should be going to other things. Yeah. Um, but I still, if anyone can find a way, outside of me literally growing everything, um, if anyone can find a way to, you know, make that significantly smaller, let me know. But I just don't think it can happen. We are too, as you say, we are too financially disincentivized. <laughs> to um, to make healthy choices. So, yeah, or on the flip side, we're incentivized to make unhealthy choices.
0: Yeah, that's right. I and mean, Look, all the competitions and all of the marketing and all the spend is on the foods that can be manufactured, you know, inexpensively. And I guarantee that those little meals that she's made with a couple of little florets of broccoli um, would have been only a couple of cents to make. They wouldn't <laughs> have cost much to actually make those particular meals. Um,
1: I can't believe that was bordering on freakiness to actually put the broccoli in that meal I, mean, that's just <laughs> I know right hopefully they washed all the dirt off because if they didn't wash yeah. the dirt off people might get a probiotic you know, boost and that would be terrible better go back and straighten their hair before anyone finds out <laughs> um, all right. thanks Domo. thanks everyone for listening we would love to know your feedback what do you think about this whole Michelle Bridges uh, furor are, um, are you championing even more your desire to grow your own food we would love to know where you sit here you can provide your feedback in any number of ways the best is to go to the website thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out leave your comments on the episode there go to our facebook page facebook.com forward slash 100 not out spell it all out if you've liked this episode please subscribe to the podcast on itunes and also check out thewellnesscouch.com we can view every single one of the podcasts available including the number one show the wellness guys until next week as always folks continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life